What is up, everybody? It is good to be back. It is good to be back in the uh, recording studio, chatting on the microphone. Gosh, I missed you guys. I missed uh, coming here week after week and uh, talking to you all and sharing with you all what is going on in my life. Uh, You know, I'm a bit embarrassed to admit, looking back through the podcast feed here, gosh, I noticed I have not released an episode since January of this year. And that is way too many months. And, uh, you know, I was one of those podcasters where I released an episode week after week. I did not miss a a single week. But uh, anyway, I'm back. It's nice to be back, everybody. And I have a really cool episode uh, with Ethan Cisneros, the owner of Thirst Drinks. We're going to get into that conversation here in just a minute and find out about some of his new locations and what he's got going on with Thirst But I'm sure a lot of you noticed there is a bit of a name change with the podcast. It is no longer I Am Salt Lake. And that is just crazy talk. I'm sure you're wondering and asking yourself, why would Chris do that? I mean, August of this year, August of uh, this year marks the 11-year anniversary of I Am Salt Lake, the 11-year anniversary of me podcasting. And now I am just, I'm changing the name. What is going on? Well, you know, if you're following me on social media, if you're following me on the podcast, if you're, you know, if you know me at all, you know that there has been all kinds of changes in life. Uh, things have, have uh, been going on and things have, uh, you know, I've needed to shift directions and I've needed to uh, kind of uh, pivot a little bit. And so I thought, well, you know, one of those things maybe I do is change the name of the podcast, a bit of a fresh start, so to speak, right? So that's how I'm looking at things. Let's Talk Local, it's pretty much the same podcast, not a whole lot of difference. There are some things that I do want to try that I didn't try with I Am Salt Lake, so there might be some differences there, but for the most part, it's the same show. I'm still Chris Hollifield. I'm still your host. I'm still going to be having awesome conversations with business owners, artists, musicians, authors, people that are doing cool things. And I'm going to I'm going to broaden things here guys not only in Salt Lake City but in Utah County and in Davis County you know in Park City and let's go down into uh, you know Beaver and St. George and Cedar City and I want to talk to all of Utah thus the name let's talk local right I've changed a lot I'm a different person the podcast is a different person my life is way different than when I started this podcast back in August of 2012. So, hey, you know what? Change is good. And so I am excited for the name change. And uh, I appreciate everybody's support during this process. And uh, as I as I change things over to the new name on, on social medias and, and all of that. But uh, I'm excited. And, and I would love to, uh, you know, hear your thoughts on the name change. You know, let me know what you think of uh, the name change. But uh, hey, on this episode of the podcast, I am really excited because Ethan Cisneros, the owner of Thirst, he joins me again. You know, it's been since like December of 2018 that he was on I Am Salt Lake the first time. I still remember sitting down and chatting with him. I mean, gosh, that was what, five years ago? And I was just like, wow, this guy's young, but he's got ambition and he is going places. And now to catch up with him, and find out about what he's done with Thirst over the last five years. I'm wow. I'm like, wow, this is incredible. 
because I mean, he's got locations from Tooele to St. George. He's got, I mean, obviously he's downtown Salt Lake City. He's got one in the Energy Solutions. I mean, he is busy, but he has got a fun story. And if you don't follow him on social media, take a minute to go follow him on social media because he's he's a lot of fun there. But uh, let's get into that conversation. Like I said, Ethan Cisneros, he came down and uh, sat down in my podcast studio and we had a really, really awesome conversation. And it was really nice to uh, to catch up with him. So anyway, sorry for the long introduction. Just wanted to give you guys a little bit of, uh, of uh, catch up on what was going on with the podcast. It's nice to be back, you guys. But let's get back into uh, the swing of things and listen to the uh, conversation that I had with Ethan Cisneros from Thirst Drinks. Love you guys. I was looking, I always look, whenever I chat with somebody a second or third time on the podcast, Ethan, I'm always like, when did I chat with them last? Mm -hmm. December 30th of 2018. Was that it? Was when you were on I Am Salt Lake. Dang. Right? So that was, I mean. five years ago. Is that five years ago? Four and a half years ago, right? Four and a half years ago. Uh, I remember we recorded uh, downtown Salt Lake at my brother's vape shop, mm-hmm. and now we're in a completely different setting. We're in Orem recording at them in my my real estate red sign podcast studios. It's awesome. Uh, completely different. We were chatting a little bit before we started recording, kind of how I'm doing a, a shift with the podcast, a rebranding, uh, a name change, and so... I appreciate you coming in and, and sitting down with me, Ethan, and, and kind of catching up. Uh, I, I'm curious what's going on with Thirst, man. Like, <laughs> like you've really taken this thing and ran with it. And mad respect to you, man. Seriously. You. Like, I, I've been watching you from the, I, I know I probably don't always comment <laughs> and I don't always, but I've been watching from the sidelines. So in the last five years... Well, no, no, no. Let's 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 not even get to that part yet, Ethan, because that's that's a big question. Is I want to start, and, and this is a basic question. I know I asked this on the first one, but let's just even give a rundown of what thirst is for people listening. I, I, just to give a little bit of basis of, of what it is before we dive into the meat and potatoes. Sure. Here. No. Well, thank you for having me on. I'm excited about this. I want. I have to give props to you first too, because I think one of the things that really one of the things that is you know put me on with thirst and really allowed thirst to continue to grow and be successful over the years is consistency. Yeah. I think a lot of, a lot of people, you know, maybe start a business or start a podcast and have a couple episodes. I heard some stat the other day that like 10, like 90% of podcasts have like less than two or three episodes or something like that, because so many people just start them and then don't stick with it. So mad props to your consistency. I have also been following along. Yeah. And well, thank uh, you. No, it's been really fun to watch. And, and, uh, I'm a, I'm a fan. Well, that's sure. why it was really hard for me to take like, cause you know, I took a, I took a small hiatus cause there really hasn't been an episode of, so, so I am Salt Lake switching into let's talk local. Mm-hmm. There wasn't an episode since February, mm-hmm. I think is the last time I recorded an I am Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. And so as I just got a pat on the back about consistency, I haven't done one for what five months. Hey, listen, but, you put in your work, but you, sometimes you, deserve you a break. just need a little break, right? For like sure. I was trying to figure out my life. I'm trying to figure out my situation. I mean, you know, and then even after just doing it podcast for 10 years, you're tired. I get it. I get it. <laughs> and uh, you were doing a podcast. Actually, I, that's right now that I think about it, you were doing a podcast. Yeah, for, I have a for, podcast. Are yeah. you still doing it? Yeah. Okay. I'm not as consistent as you are, but <laughs> I call it Ethan's Angle. It's really just like kind of documentate everything. All of the content that I'm putting out is just what I like to say, just documenting my journey of entrepreneurship. Okay. So... 
it's meetings that I have, it's podcasts that I do, you know, it's my own podcast, but yeah, it's all the content I'm putting out is you know, documenting the journey of entrepreneurship. So it's been a, it's been a hell of a ride for sure. What is thirst for people? Cause yeah. I'm sure there's people listening that have never even been. Yeah. Thirst is the modern day version of the, the most, you know, sought after relevant brand that you go to have a good time and a good experience with your friends and family. I like to say a lot. Thirst is more of a relevant hip version of Sonic. It's drinks, it's snacks, it's treats and things that, that everyone in America, everyone in the world loves. And uh, yeah, so thirst is drinks, soda, uh, waters, lemonades with flavors, fruits, creams put into them. We do fresh baked soft pretzels from scratch. That's our most popular item on the menu. We do beignets. We do a new feature every weekend and primarily we're through the drive through, but we do, we're in, you know, the jazz arena. We're in, uh, we do catering and, uh, we're just kind of all over the place. So yeah, it's a, it's an experience through the drive through primarily, yeah. primarily. And, uh, it's a relevant modern brand that, that I think, uh, the whole world's going to like one day. So back in 2018, I think you might've only had one location. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so we started in downtown Salt Lake, uh, 13 South and just west yeah. of state. That was our downtown store. And I mean, really, we stayed there for almost four years without really growing. Um, so it was our one store. And, you know, we opened and honestly, we we weren't that busy. We were um, we opened and we had a fun grand opening. But after that, like. You know, it was a grind for, for four years or so. And um, it took a lot of time before we were able to really catch some fire. Yeah. But then, yeah, about four years in, we opened our second store. And then those, you know, the last two to three years really been kind of clicking them off. So we have a store in downtown. We opened our second store in Mill Creek. Then we have one out in West Jordan, Bountiful. We have one out in Tooele. And then uh, we, our most recent ones, we opened one out in St. George. So How do you, okay... Okay, so what which one which one's your newest location then? Our St. George store. St. George. Okay, yeah. so wow. How do you manage all of this, man? Like like how do you you're not obviously running all the stores. No, so I have general managers of each of the stores. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm a very much operating president of the company. I'm very very you're, you're in there, man. I'm in the trenches for sure. I mean, that's the way I want to do it. I think I I'm I'm building I want a brand that's going to be everywhere one day. Like I'm, yeah. I'm always saying that for sure. But one of the things I think a lot about is patience and really letting the business become everything that it can be before hitting a ton of expansion. And so I feel like I've got a, you know, I've got six stores. We've got a production facility, a bakery where we make all the products that are sold in our stores. So the beignets, the pretzel dough mix, the cookies, all of these new products we have a facility that makes those and then we ship them out to our own stores. So where's the, fa the facility over in Midvale? Midvale. Yeah. So like, like a warehouse or something yeah. like that yeah. and you're making, wow. Yeah. And so we ship it out to our own stores and you know, I'm really focused on improving operations at the stores, creating a really sought off sought after brand. Like I want to have, you know, millions of followers on, on platforms and I want people to be flying into Utah, Utah to try this thing. And just be, you know, at, like I say a lot, a Chick-fil-A level of restaurant operations, you know, they're kind of known for fast lines, really good service, consistency, quality of product. And so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm in the trenches. I'm operating my business. We have about 200 employees. 
Um, and so it's a, it's a grind for sure. And, and we want to be everywhere one day, but you know, so much has changed in my business, even, you know, not to mention in the last seven, eight years, but even this last year, like all things are changing all the time. I'm always finding new, better ways to do things. And so, um, it's going to be a long grind and I think we're going to be everywhere one day, but I'm not pushing the, the time, you know, situation too hard. Do you feel like you're growing at, at a good level, at a good scale? I mean, because it seems, what did you say, six locations, right? Yeah, we have six I mean, drive through So it isn't like you, you're you trying to blow up too fast and you're getting in over your head. You're, you're, you're kind of pushing yourself just a little harder, taking on a little bit more responsibility, but not, not too crazy, right? Like, is that kind of yeah. how, you, how you're feeling with it? Like, yeah, I mean, I, I would say the last year. So St. George has op- almost been open for a year. Yeah. And I would say the last year, I mean, I, truthfully, I've been kind of getting my ass kicked a little really? bit. Really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, Why is that? What What's going on? I mean, just, it's it's a lot to run that, you know, this size of company. And I opened three of them basically in like what, a year and a half or so. Okay. And so doubled the size of the company and it comes with a lot more, you know, sure. headaches and things and, and just not even headaches. It's, it's things to figure out, you know, it's just part of the process. And so. I would say in the last year, I've just been, you know, trying to chew everything I've bitten off. And so it's been, it's been crazy for sure. I'm, uh, I'm always just working on it. I'm, I'm, I'm working on operations. I'm working on our marketing. I'm trying to balance everything. And it's been, uh, it's been quite the journey, <laughs> even in the last year. For sure. <laughs> are you getting a good night's sleep at night, Ethan? Are for you sure. sleeping okay? <laughs> are you, are you, 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 you know, staying up too late getting up? I mean, no, see, I mean, honestly, like yeah. a lot of people don't understand. And that's one thing, like, as, as I've really, you know, even with, with, with doing real estate, I mean, obviously we're, we're two different types of industries, but it running your own business is, is, is hard. Yeah. It's a special kind of person to to do it. Yeah. And I think the other thing is we're in two probably different types of situations in our lives. Sure, sure, And so I think about that a lot is, you know, I do work all of the minutes basically. Yeah. But I'm a single guy. I don't have a family. I don't have a lot of, you know, I don't want to say baggage because baggage makes it sound bad, but I don't have kids. You know, I, I rent an apartment, you know, I, I don't really have any other obligations other than this thing right now. And so I just, I see a huge opportunity. I am, you know, not even in the prime of my life yeah. yet. How, how old are you now? 26. 20, okay. Cause you're 26. You're, yeah. you're, you're getting old, man. Yeah. I'm getting a little older for sure. But I mean, I'm still in, I still have, I feel like a, a window of opportunity, you know, even maybe even just in the next five years, particularly of where I can really go all in to like build something really special. And so I'm trying to take advantage of that. So yeah, I do work all the time. I sleep, you know, I sleep eight hours a night for sure. But I think you can do a lot of damage and all the other minutes that you're awake, even if you get a good night's rest. And so I do my best to do that. Work on it now, build up thirst, build your business, and then go out and have a family, you know, in you know, four or five years. I mean, I think the thirties is a perfect time to start a family. I hope so. That's, that's kind of my plan. And, and you know, I, I love, working. I do love yeah. working. It's my hobby. It's like if, if I was doing work and a hobby and that if you combined your work and your hobby, like I, the amount of time I spend on work is both of those because it's my work and my hobby. Sure. Right. And so I like doing it. There's, I, there's really nothing else I would rather be doing. I wouldn't rather be out, you know, on vacation. I wouldn't rather be out snowboarding. Like I 
like working the most. So are you <laughs> it's fun for me? So are you physically in any of the locations working, oh, yeah. or are you kind of in an office in the day now? Like what do you? Yeah. What do you? What's a normal day look like for Ethan? Yeah, it's. I mean, a, a lot of it depends on what's going on. Sure. You know, um, but I have a lot of office work to do. I like to be in the stores as much as I possibly can. You know, at this point, as much as I love working the stores and covering shifts. It's not going to be the best use of my time at this sure, point, right? Sure. I should be focused on training and and improving the business, and so I try not to get stuck. You know, sometimes like covering shifts, but you know, I am the last line of defense ultimately, and so a lot of the times I do. Are you still like running in to cover a shift and and stuff like that? Like I try to, I'm trying to set up my operations so you know that doesn't happen very yeah. often, but I do for yeah. sure. You know, if there's a long line, I'm coming into a store. I will 100. percent run outside and take orders or I will get on the pretzel table and make them I do it all the time. I uh, love doing it. It's like one of it, for me, it's like a sport, like moving the line, working a store, working in the restaurant industry. It's, it's like a sport to me. I feel like I'm, I'm in there playing. And so I love that part. It's almost like the mindless part of my job is like, you know, serving customers, making drinks and things like that. The, the more, the heavier, more like stressful parts are, are like, you know, are the parts that you take more of my brain power. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm in the stores, mostly meeting with managers, training my managers, um, and, uh, you know, and focusing on growing the business. So do you do anything like, um, you know, a lot of like entrepreneurs and business people, you know, they, they kind of get into, uh, you know, morning routines and, and doing, you know, uh, you know, they, they have a mentor and they, they, you know, better them. Like, do you, do you do like partake in anything like that? Like, are you a, like a reader? Do you go to, do you, do you have a mentor? Do you have a coach? I mean, are, are you doing stuff like that to help you like with your business or no? Not you so know, much. I'm a little unorthodox in that way. Yeah. I like, I don't, I'm, I'm really just all about like the hustle. I just like, well, to you're get making in it work though. It. Yeah. I mean, no. So the answer is no, I don't have a crazy morning routine. In fact, I don't have one. I don't have I mean, there's people that I'll, I'll hit up for advice sometimes, but I don't have like a mentor okay. or coach or anything like that. I'm um, really, I like to learn by doing, I like to get in there and figure it out and, um, and you know, try to hustle my way to the top. So no, I mean, I don't. <laughs> to be well, honest with you. No. And, 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 and actually there's a lot of, like, I have a lot of respect for you that you don't really, uh, and nothing against it for no, sure. I, think what, uh, I, I just didn't know, like, like sometimes I'll talk to people and I'll find out a secret. Like they'll be like, Oh, you know, I've been writing affirmations for 10 years and I manifested this, yeah. this thing. And, and, and so you're like, Oh, okay. You know, and you learn, okay. Or I meditate for 10 minutes every day and that helps with my stress levels. So I just didn't know if there was something you did yeah. to kind of help level that out for you even. You know, it's interesting. I've actually been thinking a lot lately is even in this past year, I haven't opened a new store, you know, in about a year which is, was different than the previous three years before that. And, you know, really just been like trying to, like I said, just take care of everything that's already going on. Sure. And it's almost felt like a year, like some, and sometimes I'll be like, Oh man, I feel like I'm haven't made a ton of like progress. Uh, like, you know, nothing has really grown that much. Not like sales are going up a ton. I'm really just trying to like handle what I've got. And, um, you know, lately, even, even the last couple months, particularly, I've really, I kind of had this realization where I'm like, you know, I need to be focused on really bettering myself to b then better this company and lead this company. Because I think, 
you know, maybe part of this last year where I feel like I've just been struggling and that, and then maybe this not struggling, but just in this little bit of a lull where I'm just like, just focused on chewing all these things I've bitten off. I kind of have been thinking like lately a lot, like maybe that's as far as the old Ethan could take it. And I've been focusing on myself a little bit more, like getting in better shape, okay, eating better, exercising every day. I've, and just, so you do, are you, you've got some things you're doing. Yeah. I'm, I've been, a little bit more lately focusing on myself a little bit. And yeah. I think it's making me more effective at work. It's making me a better leader. I think my employees and especially my more managerial and administrative positions, they see that. And I think they can feed off that too. So, you know, I, I've been thinking about that a lot lately is, you know, to really take this thing to a bigger scale. Uh, I think I've got to be a great version of myself too. Um, and maybe just the crazy amount of like every second hustle, might not be able to cover it for forever, you know, and I can't be in every store for forever. And so I need to, uh, you know, focus on becoming the best version of me and, and, uh, letting that be the thing that drives my business into ultimate. You won't be young forever, man. From somebody (laughs) that, you know, all of a sudden, like I'm in my mid forties and I'm like, man, you know, you start to feel a little, little more, you wake up your back. You're in your prime. Come on. Well, you know, I mean, I realize I'm still young. You know, if I say that to like someone like my mom, she'll be like, Oh, you're still young, Chris. You know, you got your, but, but it is so important. You know, you're, you're, you're in your later twenties, mid twenties still eat it up, man. But, but, exercise, you know, don't, you know, I, I, I don't imagine you're a huge, you know, drinker. Maybe, I don't know, you know, <laughs> I, really I, I drank way too much in my twenties, you know <laughs> what I mean? And, and so it, it, uh, it's important to take care of yourself. Then that might even trickle down to your employees, right? 100%. They might see you like, oh man, Ethan, he's, he's doing, I, maybe I'll go back to the gym. Maybe I'll, and then all of a sudden they start and then, and then your, your employees, as I almost dropped my computer here, <laughs> second time here, uh, your employees, uh, become better versions of themselves too. Yeah, I think so. I think that no question they could see it. And it's just simple things like, you know, did Ethan say he was going to do something and actually do it? You know, whether it's my health on my person, my personal life, or, you know, that translates to things in the business. So I think just holding myself accountable and, and becoming the best version of me as the leader, no question. That's what will grow the business for sure too. You still having fun doing thirst and doing everything you're doing? I mean, I know that, I know that's a, you know, that's a heavy question to ask on a podcast like this, you know, no, but like, I, are, are you having fun doing it? No, I really am. I, entrepreneurship is extremely difficult. Like sure. I'll be the first to say it, but no, like I was saying earlier, like there's legitimately nothing else I'd rather be doing. Well, <laughs> I'm obsessed with the vision of it. I'm obsessed with, I have so much fun doing it. I'm around people every second. I have this I have this just like ecosystem of, you know, the thirsty nation, as I call it yeah. that, you know, I can just try things on and have ideas with and, and roll them out and execute it. And, and, uh, yeah, so no question it's hard. It's hard for sure. As the business grows, this, you know, pressures and stresses and, you know, there's just more on the line as the business grows and, you know, more people's paychecks and people's families and salaries that are relying on the success of the business. Yeah. That comes with pressure. No question. But you know, I love the game of business. I love the game of entrepreneurship. I'm no question having fun with it. And I love it. It's my favorite thing to do. Do you ever think about like new business ventures, new restaurants, new, I don't know, new concepts, just cause it seems like a lot of business owners I've chatted with lately. It's kind of like they have their, hands in a few different pots. Right. Yeah. And and so I didn't know if you have anything else you're, 
Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited to be I'm excited to be your age because I'm wanna yeah. I'm gonna have you know twenty years of honing in my entrepreneurship skills sure. to then go do whatever I want with. And so right now I'm head down focused on thirst. I feel like I have an opportunity. I think there's a market for it, this thing. And, you know, I, it's kind of, a lot of it's like kind of now or never, like, let's do this. Let's focus on it. Let's learn everything we can and, and grow this thing huge. But in the back of my mind, for sure, I'm like, man, I'm learning all of these things about, you know, how to manage people, how to, you know, do finance and accounting for business, how to do marketing for business, how to create a brand, how to take care of customers, all these fundamental core things of business that I for sure one day I'm going to apply to the next thing. And uh, I won't be starting from zero that time. Yeah. And so I'm really excited about it, um, about, about to using these skills that I've really been focusing on honing in for sure one day. Do you create, okay, Actually, let, let's back up. I'm, I'm going to skip that question. I want to talk about social media with you. Let's do it. Because w- before we started recording here, we were talking about cameras and videos. And I'm, you know, I, I love social media. I think, I think it's great. I, I spend way too much time on social media, right? How important has social media been for Thirst? Yeah, I mean, it tells the story of a person or a business. That's the way I think about social media. It's like I was saying earlier, it documents my journey of entrepreneurship with thirst. It's told the story of thirst since the beginning. So it kind of, when thirst opened, like I was telling you a little bit earlier, mm-hmm. really no one came at first. Like the first couple of years I worked every shift, everyone, every single shift. I barely had any employees and really like no one came. We were losing money. And then this is kind of the time when Instagram started to really pop off like everyone started getting on instagram started using video started using videos yeah but even this is 2016 so this is like really when it started to become what it is now just what like the main culture platform instagram's like yeah yeah, the main hub yeah yeah and so i just went all in on it i started posting 50 stories a day hey guys ethan from thirst here i am you know making this new recipe at the shop Today, I'm trying this new marketing strategy. Today, we're like rolling out this new product. And I just documented every second of it. And I really just focused on telling the story of the business and, you know, carry that into now. You know, we have a really strong social media presence on all of them. You, you know, TikTok is we actually the most followers on TikTok. We get tons of new customers from there. But, you know, Instagram's the main way that we talk to our customers. It's we tell them all of the updates. It's the, it's a direct line of communication with customers. And so it's, it's the most beautiful thing ever. I think to sell something it's an, it's in order to sell something, you must be able to communicate it with someone and say that I have this thing. Right. And you used to be able to do that through billboards or radio ads, paying an arm and or leg, paying, though, right? Paying like, for a TV commercial. Yeah. This is free content. Well, that's that, like, yeah. It's insane. It's actually insane. And one of the things I'll point out about the, that is it's free and a lot of people complain uh, i don't know if you've noticed this but they'll complain like the algorithm doesn't show my stuff to anyone anymore it's you know? free and not only is it free but it's actually also works in your favor because the algorithm works in a way where it shows people the things that they want to see yeah, so obviously they don't want to see your stuff so make your stuff interesting yeah. so they want to see and it. if it's bad like 
you, the platform kind of tells you like, Hey, this isn't interesting enough for people to see. We're not going to show it to anyone. It's yeah. kind of like, Hey, we're going to do you a solid here. We're not going to show this video to anyone because it sucks. So we'll make a better one and we'll show it to people. That's the way I think about social is like, I'm never pissed when we don't get like good engagement on posts. Like, Hmm, we didn't hit our marks there. Like, let's try a new idea. And so I think it's just like, I think content leads to opportunity. And I think the best strategy for everyone is to post literally as many times as you possibly can. As many times. Like, a lot of people will say, you know, you should only post this many times per day. We literally just talked about the algorithm only shows people the things that they want to see. So if your stuff is not good, it's not going to be seen by people. So you don't need to worry about that. And so I think, like I was saying, content leads to opportunity. So I think as many times that a business, a personal brand, Ethan can post, we should be posting because it's just an opportunity for people to, you know, maybe by chance really like it. Yeah. And if so, it's going to be seen by a lot of people and it's going to lead to whatever it is you're trying to do. Well, and that's, you know, I'll, I'll talk to people about social media and uh, through the years of, of teaching podcasting and through the years of, oh, I don't want to bother people. I don't want to overwhelm too many posts. <laughs> or, it's like, well, that's why people are following you yeah. to see what you have to say. Yeah. It's the greatest function on all of social media. It's called the follow button. Yeah. <laughs> because if, if someone doesn't want to f follow you, they should just unfollow, right? And so if someone's fault, this is also like, you should never be, you know, uh, embarrassed or like, uh, just like worried about what you're posting because someone chose to follow you, Sure. <laughs> you know? And so I think, I just think posting as many times as possible is just the recipe for success. You don't see anyone that's posting all the time and really like grinding and trying to document as much as possible and just posting as much as they possibly can and nothing happening from it. Like show me one account that's posting consistently every day and, you know, is trying their best to hear from their audience and, and, you know, do like put out the best po content possible. That's not finding success. It just really doesn't, it doesn't even happen. So I think it's uh, it's a huge opportunity. Do you worry about like putting yourself out there, getting judged, worrying like, oh, well, maybe if I post this and people won't like thirst or people won't support me or, you know, because th that's a big fear of a lot of people's, right? Like yeah. they're like, I don't want to post this because, you know, uh, I don't want people to uh, judge me. I don't, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's probably the worst thing is no, an example. I, but, I think it's real. But, but it too. is nowadays, right? Like to even, I don't know. I mean, do you worry about that kind of stuff? I don't No, I really don't. I, I think like we were saying, people are going to find what they're looking for. And so, sure. you know, if they want to follow me, perfect, but I am who I am and I'm going to post exactly what it is I'm thinking. And especially like on my, per, you know, one, a business account is, is one thing, right? Like if you're posting for your business, you know, you're pretty thoughtful. You know, you're going to say anything that's going to completely, like, I don't know. I tides. see some people's business accounts and they're not afraid to say certain things. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. I mean, that, at least that's my, my mindset, you know, I'm not going to say something that's completely going to piss something off on my main sure. thing, but uh, that's also why I have my personal brand is, you know, I like to really, you know, show an authentic view. I think people like a story. I think people like a story. And the, I would say a lot, the one piece of content that all of us have that literally no one else on the platform has is our own story. Flipping the camera around, going selfie and being like, yo, this is what I'm doing today. 
This is what I think about what I'm doing today. This is the podcast I just recorded. This is the strategy I just tried. It didn't work. It did work. And like no one else can post that content where everyone in, I feel like when they're making a social media post is trying to create the best post possible and trying to have the best photography and videography. That's a hard game to win. If you're, if you're on the platform that everyone else in the world is on, like that's a really hard game to win, but and if it doesn't you're make you, you real either. Yeah. It doesn't make you real. It's like if you post, if you're posting content that is authentic, you unedited, it's just like, just throwing it out there. I think that's the one, the most original piece of content that anyone has. And so that's, that's how I post. If you follow my stories, my videos, it's literally just like, it's just me. And I, and it works for me. Have you ever thought about offering classes for other business owners? Like, I mean, I, I think you would do a really good job, like social media classes, teaching other entrepreneurs, local business owners, how to do what you're doing on social media because you do it. I think you do a great job of it. Thank you. And you're welcome. Man. I mean, a lot of other business owners and people could learn from the way you do it. Yeah. I mean, for me, I lo I don't like posting a lot of things that are like, you should do this. I think especially, you know, reality is I'm younger for sure. And I've been in business for a while and I've been, you know, owned my business and grown my business for quite some time now. I've been in the industry for like 10 years growing a rest food business. Yeah, you put your views in, man. Yeah. But you know, well, the one thing I strongly dislike on social media is young people trying to act like they made it and really, and, and you know, posting advice about everyone else should do. What's really important for me that I, is that I have some serious marks on the board, you know, and, and even, I think later in my life, I'll find a lot of joy in doing that. Like, hey, guys, here's what I did, and here's what I would recommend you doing, When whether it's social media marketing or, you know, just tactics about growing a local business. You know, I'm definitely putting in the reps on that, but I want to I wanna finish really, like, putting in the work and uh, having the credentials to back it up. So, you know, I don't, love, I don't love that exactly yet, but I would say, you know, just follow what I'm doing <laughs> and, uh, and the strategies that I use because I – post about them pretty transparently. And, and I mean, obviously, I mean, we can even re-mention them at the end, but I mean, is it just thirst drinks on all the platforms? Yeah. Like if people want to follow you, yeah. uh, it's the, connect it's at with thirst them? drinks is our, is our business account. And then, um, at Ethan from thirst okay. is my personal. So yeah. awesome, man, dude, I yeah. dude, like, seriously, like you, uh, watching again from the sidelines. And that's why I wanted to reach out to you to bring you back through on the podcast and, and chat with you and talk about your growth and talk about what you're doing is because I feel if somebody's doing it right is you and you <laughs> probably you. could sit here and be like, Chris, if only you knew, like, <laughs> see, you know, I mean, uh, well, what would you, is there anything you would change and do different if you, if you could go back and do something different, would you, would you, or, I mean, I guess that's a big loaded question too, right? And, yeah. And, and like, uh, I don't know. How would you answer that? Yeah. I'm excited to do a second time because I've, yeah, I've learned so many things about, you know, like we were talking about earlier, managing employees, marketing for a business, like like providing a product that people love, taking care of the customer. These are all things that I'm learning every day, but really embrace the idea of learning by doing. Like I used to call my podcast that learning by doing, because I think it's, it is the way that people learn. And so I'm, I'm good with everything that I, that I've done wrong so far because, you know, I'm learning from it. I'm trying to embrace the, the failures. I was I recently, uh, I was sad about something over the weekend because I, 
I used to have a food truck. For the last couple of years, I've been running a food truck. So I... Okay, well, talk about... So, okay, so Thirst used to have a food truck, but you don't anymore? Yeah, so this is kind of the story with it. So I've had a lot, a lot of great successes with Thirst, and, and still it's going really well. And we have opened a bunch of new stores, and, and it's been great. One of the things I tried is I wanted to do a food truck. Sure. So for a couple of years, I got this really expensive food truck that we were that we were running, and it was awesome. Like a big old FedEx truck or UPS yeah, truck or something. Brand new, that, it was yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah. And man, I got my butt kicked on that thing. Just as far as like, it takes a lot. Like, mind you, I'm also running a 200 person company in addition to this too. Yeah. And trying to figure out how to find a food truck, but it was hard. And I kind of got my butt kicked with it, to be honest, like just the strategy behind it. And, you know, the execution of it was just, it was, it was not dialed. It was just not working very well. And, and, um, you would think a food truck would be e- the easiest part. Like you would think oh, like, cause you could, just, like, <laughs> I have you, so would much. Think, you would think you could just, cause you could just go anywhere and park. Right. Like, I mean, obviously you have to get in permission, theory, you yeah, have to get permission, in theory, but, but like, it's, it's also very, it's very strategic game. Like I have so much respect for food truck owners. Mm. And if you notice a lot of the times, most of the time food trucks are run by their owners. Sure, like sure. In there. And they're, yeah, they're, they're not making they're a in lot there for of money. A reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, well, they might make decent amount because it's them, but it's, they're in there for reasons because it's hard to run a food truck. It's, you know, you got every event's different. You know, there's a lot of logistics behind a 35 foot truck with uh, and bring product and, you know, putting it in a place that's even worth being there to pay employees and, and have all the overhead of being there. But anyways, needless to say, we sold the food truck. I'm actually the deal finalized this, over this weekend. And I was a little sad about it for, for a little bit. I was like, dang, like, man, I really tried this and I, wasn't able to make it stick, but I mean, it's a small failure, failure that I've had along the way. You learn from your failures, man. man, I've learned so much about, you know, all the same things, managing people in their logistics and and planning events and, and just being a, a skilled entrepreneur in the food industry. I learned a ton of stuff and, and, you know, you don't win them all. And sometimes you got to make decisions for me. It was okay. I have, millions of dollars in revenue coming in through my stores. And I've got a very small fraction of that coming in for this food truck. Yet it's taking like 70% of my time. Um, probably what was, what strategy. was taking your time with the food? Just, 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 it's, you know, training employees in there is hard. Mm. Every event's different. It's got a lot of logistics on it. So a lot of times I would just have to be there. Um, it's not like set hours either, right? No, so it's set hours. T- you tough need to, to do the employ- back end work of where should I put this thing? What kind of events can I sell it? sell a catering event for it? How do I get the leads for that catering event? Where can I just go park it every day to like, so there's a lot behind the work, but just all in all, it wasn't worth it sure. for me. And uh, so I learned a lot from it, but you know, I took the L on it, L quote unquote, but it, it's a, it's a part of the journey and I'm, I'm stoked that of everything I learned about it. And uh, yeah, I wasn't able to make it like a long-term successful thing, but you know what? I'll take that. Well, you know, I'm okay they, with that. they say you learn from your failures and your <laughs> mistakes and, and, and all of that though. Right. So it's, it, that's how you have to look at it. And I'm sure you do. You said you did. I mean, yeah. uh, obviously you got to the point with it cause you said you sold it. So you're yeah. like, I give up that, you know, I'm not yeah. going to, and, and, and maybe that's the best thing for thirst really. Right. Like maybe was, more of a sure. brick and mortar is, is, uh, the best way. Do you, do you see yourself ever like getting outside of Utah? Like, do you see thirst ever expanding more? For sure. Yeah. I think it's a, I think it's a concept that 
can be everywhere one yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. I think you look at one of the biggest food franchises in the world is Sonic and they sell yeah. snacks and drinks, right? And so I think that there's the kind of a label on soda shops in Utah that they're just for Mormons. And, you know, our most pop, this is kind of why we really lean into our food products. We do fresh baked pretzels from scratch. So like everything you see at a mall, we do that inside our stores. We make the dough from scratch. We let it rise. We cut it up into different pretzel products, pretzel dogs, pretzel bites, and we make them fresh. So it's literally our most popular product, even depending on the store over drinks. We sell more pretzels than we do drinks. We do beignets from scratch. We do a new feature every weekend. So I'm leaning into things that are more than just Diet Coke and and soda, um, even though the rest of the world also loves that. Like we're talking about like Sonic is one of the biggest chains out there and they primarily sell drinks, you know, and, and snacks. And so, yeah, I think there's a gap in the market for, for uh, you know, a relevant new brand that can be like Sonic, but be everywhere in the world. And, you know, Shout out to the competitors like Swig is finding all kinds of success outside of Utah. I know some of the other ones are as well. And so I, I think it's already working and uh, definitely that's in the vision. Do you, do you get together with the other local soda people? Do you have like a, like a club? You mentioned Swig, you know, I could just yeah. imagine like all you guys like have like an after hours <laughs> club that you all meet at and drink sodas and compare, you know, you know it's uh, or something I don't know. Or maybe you're not friendly. I don't know. No, I'm, so I'm all about being friends with, yeah. with the competition. You know, I have a very abundance mentality about things. Like I think if you're complaining about swigs, taking my customers, it's the most losing mentality of all time. Like there's so many people out there sure. that we could go convert into a new customer. And I think if you're the best, if you actually are in business because you're the best in the market, then time will only bring customers to you because, you know, customers will find that out. And so I think competition's a great thing. I also have a ton of respect for some of the OGs in the market. Swig's up, you know, the, by far sure. the biggest name. And uh, so, no, we don't, like, I'm not like, I, I know some of the owners, um, but it is a really competitive market. Sure. <laughs> and so some of them don't like to be as friendly as I do, and that's fine. I get that. Um, but, you know, I know some of the owners. It, it is competitive, though. There's um, anyone that lives in Utah knows there's drink shops in pretty much every corner. And, uh, so, you know, we do things that really try to make us stand out. And, uh, you, I think we're the best in the market. I would say so myself. Um, but it's an, it's an ever growing thing. And so. As we kind of, uh, wrap up the episode and kind of wind it down a, a little bit here, I, I want, I'm curious what your thoughts are on, on all the growth in Utah. I yeah. mean, there has been a massive influx of growth. Yeah. Do you, I mean, as a business owner, you probably look at it as a good thing, right? Like, oh, more customers. What What are your thoughts on it in general? Like, I mean, just curious. Yeah, no, I think it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, it's interesting how like different times in the world affects business, you know, yeah. up or down COVID. We've never been as busy as we were during COVID ever still now just because of mostly the drive-throughs and people were looking for something to do. And that really fit with our model of the experience through the drive-through. And so we were booming during, during Corona times. And so uh, you didn't get hurt during then. It actually no, that really helped. helped. Us, yeah, yeah. 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 It helped us a lot actually. And in most ways, I and mean, we have a, one of the biggest parts of our business is a catering business. So we cater soda bars, beignet bars and pretzel bars at weddings, corporate events, things like that. So that was shut down. But our drive-thrus were booming. Um, but I think, you know, I think it's incredible. I think, you know, 
as a business owner and, you know, sales being reflected by the economy. Yeah. I'm feeling it in different ways all the time. Sure. And we're in Salt Lake, which is growing like crazy, but you know, I, I've, I've reaped the benefits of it. I've felt the hardships of it in, in different ways, but no, I think it's overall, it's good. And I think it's part of the game for business owners too. Like it's just, you know, along the way in business, you have different obstacles, different things happen. And my strategy has always just been, this is interesting. Sure. All right. This sounds like this. Everyone else is dealing with it. Like literally everyone else is dealing with it. And so I never pissed about things going on. I'm stoked about everything that's happening. Um, I love being an entrepreneur in Utah. I think it's only becoming more and more cool to be here. And, uh, yeah, I think it's been good. What are you excited about? Not, like not necessarily, I mean, it could be thirst related, but in, but in general, whether it's you or your personal life or Utah, just in general, what are you excited? I mean, you're excited summer. I mean, things coming up. I'm just curious, like what, what is Ethan really excited about lately? Yeah, I'm excited about, I'm excited about, I mean, I am excited. It's summer. I'm, I think the vibes are high yeah. right now for sure. Um, I'm excited about getting a lot of work done to set my business up for scale. Yeah. You know, like I was saying before, I think a lot of the problems that I see in some of these food franchises that have found a little bit of success is they find a little bit of success and then franchise everywhere and, you know, maybe grow too fast and the business may not have become everything that it was. I'm excited to dial in the operations and really let this thing become something great and, you know, make them more profitable, make the experiences at the stores better and just, you know, grind on the game of entrepreneurship and really, and really take it on head first and then get ready for scale. I mean, I want to open probably 10 units here in Utah that I own and make them the models. Ten, of, ten more than you no, have? No, total, or ten total, total, total. So maybe like four more Okay. over the next couple of years and um, really perfect the model, like I've been saying, and then franchise through the rest of the country. Once I've mm. really got it all dialed in. Okay. And so, yeah, that's kind of my master plan, I guess you could say. But um, I'm in zero hurry. I'm going to, you know, take it step by step. And I'm going to I'm gonna let, give it all the time that it needs for sure. What are you thinking? Like, uh, you need a, you don't have anything in Ogden yet, right? Nothing nope. Ogden. Park City. You need a Park City. Park, in, Park in, City in, would in be sweet. Utah yeah, County I want to go. Or what? I want to go north and south for sure. So, uh -huh. you know, Provo, Utah County is... Orem Provo have been begging for us basically. I can't believe Tooele before Utah County. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that was a little bit of like an opportunity of a piece of real estate that okay. I popped up. I was going to say Tooele though. But also niche communities, yeah. uh, you know, it's my, I like marketing and doing business in niche communities because they're easiest to, to, not they get excited when the new business comes to town too. Yeah, and know? it's also, it's easier to market in okay. Tooele or Bountiful versus it is in downtown Salt Lake City. Like, it's not like a little, like, it's not such like everyone knows each other type of community. Sure. Right? And Salt yeah, Lake, gotcha. you know, Tooele's run by two Facebook groups. Like, you post in there, <laughs> everyone in the city knows about whatever it is you're trying to say. Yeah. Um, same with Bountiful, or like, if you run ads in Tooele, like, you're, it's not as, it's not as broad as something like the Salt Lake Valley. You know what I mean? So, I think these niche, niche communities are awesome. So, it's been really fun to go there. But yeah, north, south, um, really cover all the main areas of Utah and like I was saying, let it become everything it's going to become, perfect it. And then, uh, get this thing everywhere. Dude, I am so excited for you. Like, seriously, like you are such an inspiration. Thank you. And Thank you, man. Likewise. Uh, yeah, like, like just sitting here and chatting with you and, 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 and finding out more of your story, 
and uh, people listening. I mean, I, I, I think it's, you know, one thing I always wanted to do, and I really want to do a better job of it, is really the business community and the, the local entrepreneurs, we need to team together and really lean on each other even more than we do mm-hmm. and really work with each other because I think a lot of us could really help each other out. I think so too. And really help each other grow. And that was really always my idea with this podcast was like, let's use this as a platform because what other opportunity do people have to sit and listen to a long form conversation with Ethan and finding out like what his dreams and goals are and what his ideas about business are and what he wants from thirst. Maybe, you know, Ted over here and Frank over here that own the, you know, the, the other soda shops or the other, they might be, Oh man, I got to get a hold of this Ethan. He sounds like a great, I just think it's a wonder. I mean, we, we have a beautiful thing here in the area, you know, all from Ogden to, 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 to Provo. I mean, that, that this whole area I think is just, we have a wonderful thing and you got to keep doing what you're doing, man. No, I appreciate that. And I think one of my biggest strategies you nail perfectly. It's okay. called become part of the community that you're selling in. Okay. And become part of the community doesn't mean force the thing that you're trying to sell down the community's throat. No. It means bring legitimate value with no expectation in return, like zero. It's almost one of those like, um, is it selfish to be self or selfless to be selfish type things? Yeah. Or like, just be selfless. Like, I think one of the things that you do perfectly is you're selfless with your content or mm. yeah. Self. Yeah. No, you know I mean? yeah, yeah. 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 With your content. It was like, you're genuinely just trying to bring value. You're promoting all these different people. But if it just so happens that that feeds into your personal brand of, sure. and someone wants to buy a home or whatever that may be. Same with my entrepreneur content. Like I'm not begging everyone to buy thirst in my entrepreneur content. I'm like, Hey, these are all the, you know, strategies that I'm trying. This is like what I'm going through in my journey. Ask me anything that you want to know. Ask me how I'm doing something or like, yeah, like you're saying, like lean on, let's lean on each other, lean on, on each other for, with other business owners and, you know, have zero expectation in return in the long run. That's usually the best strategy to, you know, get all the things that you want too. And yeah. so I think about that a lot, but yeah, become part of the community that you're selling. And I think you do it. I think I try to do it. And uh, it ultimately leads to business success for us too. So it's it's gotten a little harder though with all the growth. You know, ten years ago when I when I, again when I started, I am Salt Lake. The the business community was a lot smaller. Yeah, and I think it was it was a lot more evident to see uh, how we were leaning on each other and how we inspired each other. And I think with all the influx of people moving from out of state and all the money coming from out of state and new businesses. It's made it a little harder, but I think we could still really keep that mom and pop feel to Utah in, in Utah yeah. with a lot of these businesses. Yeah, and I, I and should. I think you're doing a great job of it with thirst. Well, thank you. So yeah, man. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I think uh, likewise. You know my opinion of what no, you're doing. No, no, man. No, I I, I know absolutely. Yeah. How can people uh, get a hold of you? I know we mentioned it that one time, but as as we kind yeah. of uh, wind again wind the episode up and and finish it out here, if if people want to, I mean, I imagine your website and, and social media, yeah, I mean, all that. Stuff. Instagram's the main way. Okay. Instagram at Ethan from thirst. That's where I document the journey of entrepreneurship. Sure. But I mean, like literally I just like you, like I'm just trying to bring value in my community. Yeah. I have stores where people can buy stuff, but you know, like we're just trying to make a good impact around here. Trying to be a good 
small business in Salt Lake that's, you know, doing good things for the economy, providing a good product at a reasonable price for someone to go have a happy experience. Like really, really are trying to do that. Like Mike, if you know me well, I'm not trying to make the most money possible. Like I think that's part of the game of entrepreneurship. I'm excited for that to happen, but I'm not like, I'm not the guy that's like flashing money or like trying to like, you know, you know, become that guy. I'm about like genuinely trying to bring value, play the game of entrepreneurship and just, you know, um, be a good part of people's day when they come to thirst or, or watch our content. So, um, yeah, at Ethan from thirst, literally anything I can do for anyone. Awesome. Anything you want to add before we stop recording here? Anything before we end this episode, Ethan, why the, the microphones are still hot. Anything you want to promote anything you want to, I'm not sure exactly when this episode's going to be up. So, so, but I mean, is there anything you want to, uh, to mention why we're still going? I mean, nothing specific other than like, what can we do for you? Yeah. Like genuinely, like as a business, as myself, like I want to be a leader in this community. I want to be, have a successful business in this community. I want to help people. And so, uh, you know, anything I can do for anyone, you know, um, I appreciate people supporting me. I want to support other people. And, uh, I think that's, uh, I think the way that you and I do it through stuff like this is, uh, this is what I'm all about. So. Well, thank you Grateful for to be here. Absolutely, man. Thank you for recording with me. Thank you, bro. All righty. Many thanks again to Ethan Cisneros from Thirst Drinks for uh, coming in the podcast studio, joining me, sitting down and catching up. So nice to hear uh, what he's got going on with Thirst there. And so nice to see his uh, successes and just, I mean, it was really great to uh, catch up with him. Hey, I don't know if you guys realize, but I am a real estate agent here in the state of Utah. I'm on an awesome real estate team, the Red Sign Team, and I would love to uh, answer any real estate-related questions you might have. Give me a call. Shoot me a text. My number is 801-244-2908. I'd love to uh, chat with you if you have uh, any questions or thoughts or anything about the uh current real estate market. But uh, other than that, I'm going to end the podcast. I'm going to, well, end this episode of the podcast. I'm not going to end the podcast, but I'm going to end this episode. I'm here every week, you guys. So uh, stay subscribed, resubscribe, hit that subscribe if you haven't hit it yet. And uh, let's, uh, let's connect on Instagram too, if we haven't done that. But uh, you guys have a great week and we'll see you on the next episode. Love you guys.